the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is a woman's world. You know what? I'm feeling a little bit like it's AK's world. And y'all just... That's all I'm going to say for right now. Oh, my. We got a little announcement for y'all later. So be sure to stay tuned for that coming up here on the Andrea K Show tonight. I want to start the show. Uh, yeah, we know uh, all the hot topics of today. Biden saying that, you know, he, he ain't walking anything back. At the same time, he's telling y'all he didn't say what everybody heard him say. But uh, and, and we're going to talk about the slap that was heard around the world. We got lots to get into tonight. But before that, I want to tell you that I hope that you're driving careful out there on your drive home tonight. We have what most parts of the country would consider a little drizzle. But for San Diego, it's uh, dangerous out there. And for real, it actually is, even if it's not raining super hard because we don't get a lot of rain. It, it 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 makes it dangerous to drive because just all the oil and and build up on the road suddenly makes it very slick out there. So I'm seeing locally we got a lot of accidents and stuff going on out there. So do drive safely out there. All right, glad to have you guys here with me tonight again. We've got a major announcement for you at the end of the show. Um, we've got Dave Elhoff who's going to be here tonight. In addition to talking about the slap heard around the world, literally, um, Joe Biden walking back comments that he made that has other leaders around the world scratching their heads and quite upset today. Biden also made a major announcement, a policy speech today. And do y'all know what unrealized gains are? Yeah, you think it's don't just got something to do with the uber wealthy? Well, Dave Elhoff is going to be here and he's going to share with you guys what that is, the financial thought doctor, what it is and what it could mean for you. Because the left wants to convince you that they're just going after these fat cat rich people and it's not going to have anything to do with you. But that's not true. So uh, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. We've also got another lie that's been uncovered by Katanji Brown Jackson. So we've got that to talk about later on the show. But we're going to make uh, make sure that there's time to take your calls. So do give us a call here. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, i got to bring in my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. And the message said... DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, stay tuned to the end of the show. Big announcement. Yes. Okay. Um, before I want to get into the, the Will Smith thing, and I do have some comments I want to make on that. I feel like when we have... A, a fly by the seat of his pants, not mentally fit commander in chief running around the world making, making comments that can literally get us into a nuclear war. I feel like I've got to spend the lion's share of my open at least on that because this is, I agree with President Trump who said that this is the most dangerous uh, time that the United States has, has been in. Um, but I do want uh, my question for y'all tonight. Usually I say, here, here's my question of, of the hour. My question for you guys is on the Will Smith thing. And, and somebody, somebody said I should ask y'all 
<laughs> Who else? Who should Will Smith slap next? But we don't advocate violence here on the Andrea K Show. But if you want to make a funny joke with that, not a serious incitement of violence, you can you can weigh in on that. Uh, but um, but what what do you think? You think there's a way that he should have handled it better? Because I know some conservatives are saying that it was that they like the fact that he was chivalrous and standing up for his wife. But there's some other ways he could have done it better. So if anything that you want to weigh in on that, I actually think it's a very serious topic. I have very serious concerns. Um, who would have thought that I would agree with the NAACP that what that the, that the result of this might not really be felt until years down the road on how this behavior is being normalized? 888-344-1170. Before I get into Joe Biden um, and his comments that that are are even more dangerous than Will Smith's behavior. Um, anything you want to say on the Will Smith? Yeah, thing? Uh, classless. Uh, he definitely, it, you know, flew off the hinges. I don't condone violence like that at all. He, he very easily, all he had would, would it, to have done, kept his cool, gone up to the mic, accepted his award, and either right before or right after said that, you know, my wife suffers from this disease. That was not a cool joke and walked off. And, end of story. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of better ways that he could have handled it. Absolutely, for sure. Um, okay, so Joe Biden. So oh, in the last few days, there was some major, seriously dangerous foreign policy gaffes that he's made. One of which was uh, his statement that um, Putin, quote, cannot remain in power. Which, um, w- w- when you've got the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States of America, calling for a regime change. Andrea, what do you think it is? Wow. I think that's their play, and he just went off script, and now they're scrambling. Well, they, they walked it back in, in a variety of different ways. One of the ways they walked it back, immediately the White House um, issued a statement um, backpedaling off of that, saying that his point was that Putin cannot be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors. Um, several officials, including uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, went on to paraphrase him and say, oh, oh well, you know, what, what Joe Biden said was that he can't, you know, be empowered over his neighbors. That's not what he said. Uh, many people are pointing out that it, it, when you've got the White House contradicting the president of the United States and walk, he's not really in charge. Yeah, he went off script. Tonight, he's actually saying, well, before I get, get into today's statements. And then he had also said at one point um, when asked, you know, what if Putin uses chemical weapons? And he said we uh, that we would uh, respond in kind. I'm not an expert on um, the rules for nation states when it comes to war. But I think I think I'm remembering back during the Iraq days, it is a crime to use chemical weapons on anybody. And then, of course, uh, we know that he also told uh, the 82nd Airborne um, in Poland um, that uh, when you get there, when you're there in Ukraine, as though he was sending boots on the ground, um, sending military into war. These are incredibly serious gaffes. President uh, uh, Emmanuel Macron uh, said that he feared that Biden's remarks could embolden Putin and escalate the Ukrainian war. Do you think? No, no, no translation needed there. Yeah, absolutely. It could. Um, Macron went on to say, I wouldn't use those terms because I continue to speak to President Putin because what, what do we want to do collectively? Macron said, we want to stop the war that Russia launched in Ukraine with, without waging war and without escalation. Absolutely. 
uh, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz um, uh, said, we both agree completely that regime change is not an object and aim of policy that we pursue together. Um, uh, there was other comments that were made by other leaders. So, uh, you know, this, this nonsense that Trump was the one Remember, that's what we heard. So he can't be near the nuclear codes. He's going to get us into world war three. You think about this guy, Putin, that everybody is saying is so unhinged that he's so evil and he's in, he's even more evil, evil, um, and, and, and even worse than he was years ago. You think about Putin hearing Joe Biden and who's come out today and saying, I'm not backing off of anything I said. Of course, he's saying that after he said this earlier today when he was are questioned about it. That other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back. If some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? It made it sound like just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know none of the three occurred. None of the three. Occurred. None of the three. None of the three occurred. Um, that's some serious gas, lady. Either he is is so far gone with dementia that he has absolutely no short term or long term memory, which is incredibly frightening, or he is. The biggest lying clump of cat litter on the planet. That is absolutely extraordinary. Then tonight he issues a statement. I'm not walking anything back. I was just expressing moral outrage about Putin, uh, not articulating a policy change. That's walking it back. Everybody heard what you said. This man could literally get us into third into the third world war involving nukes, skins. And we got three more years with this guy. Yeah, like I said last week on the show, this guy needs to be removed with the 25th Amendment and right now. The, the Republican Party, where where's the impeachment? I, I mean, I know they don't have power, but they should already be running ads. There should be ads running all over the place about this. And how many do you see? They should they should have had a collective press conference today. All of them, the Republicans, Senate and House on the steps. And they should be calling for the 25th Amendment. And I hear nothing. Publicly, publicly. This man cannot be allowed to continue. You know who shouldn't be allowed to remain in power is Biden. And this is one reason why we've got to be careful as conservatives and media being out there pushing and beating the war drums. I, I, you know, I've got family members of mine with with young men in the military. I don't want them. I don't want them going over there into this dude. Well, this goes well beyond Russia. I mean, think what China and North Korea are thinking. Hey, the iron's hot. Now is the time. Absolutely. Yeah. At a time in which our military has gone woke, they've purged it to get rid of any that wouldn't take the shot and the jabs of which the Supreme Court upheld. Thanks to Brett Kavanaugh last week. As I told you, we've got a story later on with Katanji Brown Jackson. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. I am going to give you all my thoughts on this Will Smith slap heard around the world. Anything you want to say about it? Are you sick to death of it? Are you tired of hearing about it? Are you like a lot of people who say, you know what? This story doesn't have legs. This is just... You know, it was it was scripted, meant to give attention to the Oscars. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on ourfreenation.org. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you are an American, if you're a parent, and you go to a school board meeting, and you question the pornography and the racism being taught in schools, you're a domestic terrorist. You question the outcome of an election in the United States of America right now, you're a domestic terrorist. You're a black man who don't like a joke told in a worldwide live television broadcast and you get to walk up and smack somebody in the face and go back and take your seat, dropping the F-bombs all over the place and continue to stay there without getting your hands put behind your back in cuffs and hauled out to, to be arrested. So I was really disappointed to hear some conservatives thinking, oh, well, you know what? Somebody said, somebody I respect very much on Twitter said, look, you, you, you know, conservatives have been saying, you know, that, that, uh, that with all this, you know, um, part of the cultural Marxist movement has been to destroy, you know, masculinity of men and turn them all into, into beta boys. That's not my example of a man. He wouldn't do it right by his wife, his children. I agree with Howard Stern and others, Charlemagne. I don't, I don't refer to Charlemagne as Charlemagne, the, the G-O-D, because he's not. I find that name offensive. But Charlemagne and others have pointed out that th- this man is mentally unhinged. And somebody that he slapped 10 years ago at a, at a movie premiere uh, said that, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a violent, rage-filled man. And that should never be celebrated. I absolutely agree with the NAACP that said we cannot normalize this behavior and that it's been normalized, that he didn't leave, wasn't arrested. They just went on with the show. Even Chris, you know what? I don't think Chris Rock should be heralded a hero that he just would, I would have walked off if I was him. You think I would have stayed and hosted that? The rest of Hollywood sitting there like like I wasn't assaulted? I would have left if I was Chris Rock. Amy, Amy Schumer, you know, she's, 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 I, I, I dislike her politics. She's a funny gal. She could have continued the show. The other two that were there with her, um, you know, um, bookends were, you know, talentless in my opinion, but she could have, she could have continued. If I was Chris Rock, I would have said, you know, I, I'm not staying around for this. I don't necessarily blame him that he's not pressing charges. The Academy issued a tweet last night and said, we don't condone violence of any kind. Sure you do. Cause you let him stay in, you let him stay there. You let him accept an award. Then supposedly he was at a party later, you know, dancing to his song, getting jiggy with it. He's he's finally issued a, an apology to Chris Rock, but only because the Academy, because nobody stopped tweeting about it. Right. It took over. This was not staged. This did not do any good get, bringing any good attention to the Academy Awards. I know there are many today saying, oh, well, it was obviously staged. No, it's obviously it wasn't staged because you know what? This, this, this has made, they were already dropped from 55 million viewers at its peak to like 10 million last night. This, this did not do them any favors. Remember how we were talking about the show being dead, Andrea? It's, yeah. The ratings are going to tank. This, this has made it even worse for the Academy. So the Academy had to come out today and say, we're launching an investigation. There was no investigation. The media completely circled around Will Smith last night from the Associated Press, ABC and beyond, all showing a picture and referring to it as a confrontation. This was not a confrontation. A confrontation would have been for him to stand up and say, man, apologize to my wife. And by the way, I didn't know the woman had alopecia. What? I mean, we're supposed to, the entire world is supposed to know this woman's got some hair issue. Sorry, she ain't that important. 
No, I didn't know. And maybe Chris Rock didn't know either. He's looking at this woman. She's beautiful, bald. Demi Moore was beautiful, bald. He makes a G.I. Joe, you know, G.I. Jane crack. And the reason why this matters is because the assumption that it was some form of hate speech against her. See, this is now it's being normalized. We already had a left. They got hate crimes legislation, right? That if a black person is killed by a white person, the, the, the mind is being read and it's somehow now a worse murder than if a white person is killed by a black person. And then we know that for decades now, the next thing that they wanted was, was hate speech legislation. And now it's okay for somebody to get punched because of some words that came out of their mouth. A confrontation would, would have been him standing up and speak or him getting up and walking out. Somebody, somebody said that, that that would have been the best thing he could have done. That would have been chivalrous. If he had given up an opportunity to accept an award to, to you know, out of respect for his wife. Getting, some gotten was, up, grabbed gotten his up. wife by the hand, left the building. I still think it would have been an overreaction. Uh, one of the things he said that was truthful in his speech was he said, you know, that's, you know, what comes with this business is having to tolerate crappy jokes. You know what? Yeah, it does. And when you get to roll home in a limousine and you ain't got to worry about $8 a gallon of gas, man, and you ain't got to worry about how to feed your kids. You're getting millions and millions for every movie. By the way, King Richard was a box office flop and yet you still got your millions, right? You ain't got any problems. You don't have any problems at all. And any time that you, do, you don't like being, being a celebrity and having to deal with being able to go to the front of the line at Disneyland, but yeah, you know, you got to put up with, with a bad joke from a comedian. If that's the extent of your problems, then, then quit the business. You didn't have to stay in it. There's too many Americans that got to go to work all day, every day and put up with crap in the workplace because otherwise they would starve and be homeless. You don't have to put up with anything. And if that's all you got to put up with, well, you got a dang good life because other conservatives, if they're in the workplace, they have to look at being fired, right? If they don't use a pronoun that somebody's demanding of them. Mark Dice brought up a good point that I haven't heard anybody else make that this was, this is workplace violence, is it not? Oh, most definitely. I think this is absolutely shameful, and I think that it should not um, be condoned. And I think that, um, you know, some of the comments that I heard from, um, I, I, I accidentally, I almost never turn on regular cable. I watch pretty much everything streaming on my, my smart TV. But I actually ended up accidentally, I don't even know what what um, network you know, airs the Oscars and I actually had it on and I didn't recognize there was these four black gals sitting there and I guess they were part of the, you know, I, I don't know who they were and they were talking about it saying, this is like the blackest Oscars ever. You know, if this is your culture that you think it's okay to just go up, you know, that to me, it, it should not be celebrated. I'm sorry. And what it reminds me of is, you know, the, the AP and ABC and all these media outlets that were circling and saying, calling it a confrontation. It made me think about the mostly peaceful protests that we saw in the Black Lives Matter, right? As they were burning down buildings, there was a reporter standing in front of a building being burned to the ground, calling it a mostly peaceful protest. We have, we have normalized violence in the name of black America that it's okay in this country. And I'm not hearing anybody calling that out today. This, except the NAACP said we cannot normalize this behavior, but she didn't tie it to um, the, the black community. And the reason why I am is because when I said last night 
uh, when the when the hashtag good for you will was trending. I said, no, this isn't good for you. This is you didn't do this for your wife. This is this is assault. Somebody told me to uh, STFU white person. And there were tweets that this is this is between um, Jada and Chris and, you know, Will Smith. This is this is between us black people. You white people don't have a right to say anything. Well, we do have a right to say something. Because we all know that if that had been, you know, Brad Pitt who went up and, and punched, you know, somebody, he'd, he'd be in cuffs, wouldn't he? So this is, I think as conservatives, I think that we don't, it, this is this is a very serious issue as part of the cultural Marxist movement. And we're just not addressing it right. We've got too many conservatives going, you know what? I think he stood up for his wife. I don't. Feel free to call me and disagree with me. If you like. Oh, and the worst of all of it, though, was some hate on CNN who blamed it on Trump. (laughs) She said, uh, are we getting an independent psychological case study on how Trump got normalized? When did Trump smack anybody? It was Joe Biden who threatened to punch somebody, right? It was Joe Biden who um, called somebody a dog faced pony soldier and and challenged somebody to a push up contest or just more proof that everything is Trump's fault. That goes bad. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk a little bit about this Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, one of the key parts um, of her of her nomination hearing was Senator Cruz when he was asking her about CRT. And she was like, well, no, I've never studied it. I don't really know much about that. And then he whips out a quote from her in a speech she gave in 2015 in which she was talking about sentencing and how CRT, and she used the letters CRT, was an element to be used for sentencing, criminal law, constitution, and CRT, that that was an element. We also asked her about a couple of books uh, that were um, being uh, had to do with with children, one of which I think was called Racist Baby was one of the books. And he asked her, um, he said, is critical race theory taught in schools? Is it taught in kindergarten through 12th grade? Cruz questioned Jackson. She says, I don't know. I don't think so. I believe it's an academic theory that is at the law school level. Oh, well, let's talk about. The school that she's on the board of, which is something day school, GDS, um, I can't remember the, the, the first name for it. She's not only on um, the board there, um, but she's actually, she had to sign, it, it, and, and this, this GDS school is also a part of the National Association of Independent Schools. That was the organization that sent the letter uh, to Mayor Garland requesting that parents um, be considered domestic terrorists. And that's when Mayor Garland opened up uh, the counterterrorism un- unit and uh, starting identifying parents um, that they wanted to uh, to declare as domestic terrorists. Um, at this school, the school of which she is on the board, uh, par- all parents are forced to sign a form called New Enrollment Contract Clause, which states the school has made a commitment to work actively against individual and systemic racism. Here's a couple of items on the form. 
Um, it gives parents uh, resources to root out, quote, systemic racism. Some of the school's recommended resources are what is systemic racism, glossary of under, uh, understanding the dismantling structural racism, uh, racial stress and self-care for parents, talking to kids about race, talking to your kids about race, on and on and on. Um, and um, in her role on the board, she had to sign a letter to the parents of students that requires them to sign this contract. So it, it, so she's a flat out liar, Skins, unless she's like Joe Biden and she's so mentally incompetent that she didn't realize what she was signing, which, you know, she needs to have a law license revoked, or she didn't understand what she was signing, which, you know, means she should have a law license revoked. This woman, she, she it, it's bad enough, her leniency on children, it, 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 pedophiles, Right. Well, that's worse than this. I started to say it's bad enough that, but now she's lying. She has no business being no, anywhere near anywhere the near a courtroom. Anywhere in, in, in anywhere near any courtroom. It's got nothing to do with the Supreme Court, just well, the court in general. Was she not sworn in when she gave this testimony? Should have been. How was she not? How was she not busted today for perjury? This is absolutely outrageous. Um, the the enrollment contract that she that she signed. States the entire board of trustees wrote this letter with enthusiasm and conviction to require GDS families to commit to the enrollment contract. Below are some of the highlights of the new enrollment contract from document one, 13 tips on how to talk to children about diversity and difference. Document four, talking to young children about racial bias as early as six months. And I quote, a baby's brain can notice race based differences by age two to four. Children can internalize racial bias. So when jo- when Ted Cruz asked her about infants, she was lying. When he asked her about school age and, and young children being taught this, she says it's only taught at the law school level. She's a liar. She should be immediately discredited and her nomination yanked. The GDS um, uh, cites and, and a lot of this um, document five from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, we know the Southern Poverty Law Center includes traditional family principles and, and a Christian worldview as the type of hate that should be canceled. The uh, Southern Poverty Law Center website lists organizations like Alliance Defending Freedom, Family Research Council, and Pacific Justice Institute as hate groups, giving them the same designation as the KKK. That's who this woman is. She is a far left radical. Who is who is a part and uh, of waging a war on the minds, the hearts, the souls, and the bodies of children? Who's thrown children to the wolves of child predators? She is the worst of the worst of our society. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to shift gears. Got to get into some economic news that Biden made today, talking about funding the police and something called unrealized gains. We're going to ask Dr. Uh, the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, about that. What is unrealized gains? Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Okay, so um, Joe Biden gives a big uh, speech today. A couple of things uh, to, uh, to mention. Uh, first of all, it was an economic speech in which he's talking about um, 
increasing the budget by another $5.8 trillion. And uh, yet at the same time, he's touting that he's going to reduce the deficit down to nothing. Um, here, here's how he's planning to go about it. Um, before I talked about this new taxes, we're in the process of trying to get our man Elhoff, financial thought doctor on the phone. If we don't get him, I think I can, I can kind of explain what, uh, unrealized gains are for y'all. But it's interesting that uh, for for years now we've been hearing at least two years right since the whole BLM thing we got to defund the police we got to defund the reimagine the police force well part of his five point eight trillion dollars is thirty two billion dollars to fund the police uh, to combat surging crime um, well part of the part of the surging crime that we've got isn't even about having enough police force. When we've got when we've got people like Katanji Brown Jackson putting bad guys out on the street, she wanted to release over a thousand felons, including murderers and one fentanyl drug pusher, because she was scared that they was going to get the COVID. Here in California, we've got smash and grabs. People can't even afford to keep their business open because they they made it you know um, that you could steal up to I think it was nine hundred fifty dollars worth of goods and not be charged. So that's happening all over the place. We've got we've got carjackings because we've got these no bail situation going on all across the country in New Orleans. A white woman was dragged by carjackers down the street where her arm was ripped off by carjackers that had been released. I don't know how many times. Right. So it's not even about at this point, and even in New York City, I don't think I don't think the issue anymore is about how many police officers we have on the field. What we've got is we've got a corrupted DA system with DA, dis, district attorneys that were funded by Soros, a bunch of judges, dictators, and black robes that are like Katanji Brown Jackson, who uh, who are putting killers and child rapists and child predators back on the street. So, you know, it makes me fearful. I've got a good friend of mine whose son just graduated the police academy, and I'm scared to death for that kid out there. All right, so we got Elha, financial thought doctor, on the line with us. And um, because in addition to him, Biden talking about funding the police, he's wanting to pay for all of his $5.8 trillion in spending with a billionaire's tax, an increase of the corporate sales rate from 21 to 28%, and something called the tax on unrealized gains. And he joins me now to discuss. Hello, my dear friend, financial thought doctor. Hello. Okay. So Elhoff is, is, I don't know what he's doing. He's not able to hear me. Um, we're going to, we're going to hang up on Elhoff and, and try to get him back. We know what works in revitalizing our economy. Trump showed it for four years. Lower taxation, lower regulation. It is not fair, nor is it in the name of equity, that anybody and the vast majority of billionaires in this country, right, are self-made men like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, right? Zuckerberg. These aren't people that were of the manner born that I'm aware of. These were people that were given billions of dollars. They had an idea. And they sold it. And only because of capitalist society, they were able to make billions of dollars. I mean, we, I think historically there's been about, you know, 1% of, of Americans that actually, you know, had, had, had generational wealth, but by and large, they're self-made men. But I don't care how somebody's got money. I wasn't raised under the, under the idea of greed that you're going to go and take it. And this billionaire's tax, Elhoff, are you, are you finally there, my dear? 
Yes, I am. I'm with you. Okay, so um, this billionaire's tax is under the guise of fairness because he's saying that billionaires um, are, are, are paying less taxes than firefighters and school teachers, and that's that's absolutely a lie, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's so ridiculous, I can't even believe it. Plus, if you take a look at it, Andrea, that they're talking about raising $360 billion over 10 years, that's a drop in the bucket. They need to cut spending $360 billion a year for 10 years to make a difference. Right. So raise, so taking money from the billionaires and puni- punishing them for their wealth is not going to solve any of the spending problems. And in fact, by the way, if you're listening and you're hating uh, these fat cats because they've got money because, you know, socialism and communism, um, it, 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 you know, um, it targets the worst of human nature. It, pu- it, it draws upon the worst of human nature, greed, envy, lack of ambition, lack of work, work ethic. Capitalism rewards the best of human nature, right? But if you're sitting back thinking, well, yeah, I want to take that money from Elon Musk. It ain't going to end up in your pocket. It's not going to end up in anybody's pocket, is it? No, because what's going to happen, and they talk about the corporation taxes and stuff like that, and they're saying that it's not going to affect anyone that earns less than $400,000 a year. Well, that's a lie, too, because you know what happens with corporations. If they pay more tax, they're going to pass that on to the consumer. So well, it's going to be a hidden tax because it's going to cost more to produce in order to, for them to make a profit and to pay their shareholders. And it is not the American way. Well, no, it's not. And the corporate tax rate he wants to raise from 21 to 28 percent. And that's not just going to end up being reflected in the price of, of, of goods and services, but also um, it's going to be fewer jobs. They're, they're going to um, automate whatever they can. They're going they're to move businesses overseas again and take that money overseas. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And you're certainly, they're certainly not going to reinvest it. What, what Trump did when he lowered taxation and regulation, what ended up happening? Um, businesses started investing in, re, in, um, R and D. They started uh, uh, expanding their operations. They started promoting people. They started paying bonuses to people. They started increasing people's wages. Went up. Now we're going to have fewer jobs. We're going to have jobs going overseas and people are going to get paid less. Exactly right. Plus, I sent you over that video, I think I sent it to you anyway, about what the new Green Deal and that it's it's not going to work. Trying to convince people that wind power and solar is going to save the, the uh, world is not going to work. Did you watch that by any chance? I didn't have a chance to watch it. When you come back on Wednesday, we'll have, to, we'll have to talk about it. What I want to ask you about is unrealized gains. And what concerns me, what it is, and, and, and correct me if I'm, if I'm not defining this correctly, it's let's say you buy something that appreciates in value. Uh, as of right now, you don't pay any taxes on that until you sell it. Right. Until you realize the gains. Until you realize exactly the gains. Right. Until you sell it. They want to be able to tax you 
on gains you haven't even made yet. Now they're taxing you on money you haven't even made yet. And and for the average American to think Elhoff, well, this only is going to affect the uber wealthy. What if it's somebody that 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 gifted you something, some family heirloom that that um, was was given to you um, upon their death, right? Will down to you. Now they can come to you for that money, and you're going to be forced to sell it. It's kind of like it's another version of of the estate tax, right? That, you know, just because yes. you got something in a will, now you got to pay, you got to pay a tax on it. And it's the same thing, whether it's cryptocurrency, this could affect so many different areas of our personal property, can it? Yes, because here's, here's the way it works. Imagine that, okay, you had a good year and your assets are up and then they tax you on the gain for that good year. Then the next year it goes in the tank. Now what happens? You tax on something now is worth less than what it was worth before. Yeah. Yeah. Do they give you the money back? No. <laughs> right? You no, know darn well. Well, well yeah. You pay the tax. It is not going to work that way. So it's so convoluted and so ridiculous. It only can come out of someone that has cognitive issues. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to think this way, to say, well, everything is going to be better this way. And there's other solutions. You know, the other solutions are cutting spending. And, you know, Reagan tried to do that many, many years ago. The government hasn't been able to do that. And that's a problem is we don't have anyone with the balls to do what is necessary to cut spending and get off the welfare state where women are married to the government, where people are married to the government because they're getting handouts instead of hand-ups. And that's what the difference is. Hand-ups instead of handouts. Well, it's also, um, I'm going to say this and then we'll have to leave it here. It's also part of this thing that where you're not going to own anything by the, by the year 2030. Um, I did I did a comprehensive report recently on the 10 signs that the Ukraine-Russian war is about ushering in the Great Reset. That um, one of the elements was about green energy. And you and I have talked about that. And I'm going to watch that video. We can revisit it when you when you come back on Wednesday. Another thing that they talked about is part of the World Economic Forum is that they don't want you to own any private property. If they can come at you and tax you on the unrealized gains of something you own, they can come after you and take anything away from you. Right. Exactly. And that's a it's a huge part of it. And the other element that uh, that one of the things I also talked about was in control of our food supply and that they're going to be pushing as part of their green energy, synthetic food sources. And then Bill Gates came out this weekend and said that rich nations need to shift to 100 percent synthetic beef. You go in synthetic on your ribeyes, man. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> I mean, aren't the aren't the left supposed to be the one about to, you know hashtag science, right? I mean, they were they were That's these right. weren't they the ones that told us we we can't eat any hydrogenated this or trans fats are bad and you can't have a big gulp if you live in New York and now they want us to eat synthetic meat. I tell you what, okay, you're talking to the wrong guy. Last night, my stepson made his Wagyu beef. Ooh. <laughs> the top of the prime rib sliced up and cooked 
to perfection. It was great. You're not going to get me on the whatever they call that. The synthetic, synthetic beef. Well, AK, you know, I think we need to invite him to the studio. I know, man. You, you know what? <laughs> Where was my invite when y'all were sitting down eating that Wagyu beef? <laughs> all right. Now, all right, Elhoff, got to let you go there. All right. Thank you, my dear. All right, y'all stay tuned. We got more coming up. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. A K, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Was it you, my dear? You saying 25th Amendment? That's what's trend- trending on Twitter tonight. Oh, look it. I'm a prognosticator. <laughs> and uh, Wall Street Journal has an opinion out that says that uh, that Kamala Harris was chosen to be the poison pill, ensuring that the 25th Amendment was never invoked. Because, yeah, what are you going to do? We're going to end up with Kamala? I mean, it's not going to be really any better. But I, I, but I mean, the guy's dangerous. Well, yeah. Um, you know, the, the reality is neither one of them is running anything. So at least I will tell you that at this point, this is so dangerous with Biden and what he's doing. We're talking at least about get somebody in there with mental faculties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- there's a tweet going around that uh, that Biden had to have. Uh, he's got he was holding a card with notes on it for him. Um, and Jake Schneider says Biden had to have I was not articulating a change in policy written verbatim on a note card so he wouldn't screw it up. And he still screwed it up. Yeah. This is, you know, this is not just a, um, this is not just, a, you know, a gaff on, you know, uh, you know, hey, bud, you know how it gets like rude or whatever, or, or it, it, you know. A, Maybe a, the scariest a, point in American it, history. It is it? incredibly really? scary. Incredibly scary. Because we've got, it, the, Putin is legit evil, right? We've never said otherwise. Um, I, but I will tell you something else, a story I didn't get into tonight, because I haven't watched it myself. I want to do some research on it, but there's reportedly... Um, videos going around of Ukrainian soldiers committing war crimes against uh, POWs that are Russian. And, um, we're, we're, you know, I, I'm not comfortable giving, you know, arms to people that are participating in that. Um, okay, so it's announcement time. We got one minute left. Okay, starting next week, you asked for it, except you liberals. You conservative friends of mine, you longtime Andrea K. Show listeners have been asking, when are we going to expand longer than one hour? And do we have drum roll or do we have sound effects? Do we have like some some kind of give you a rim shot? Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a joke. This is it's all not a joke. Starting next week, we should have had special effects like cheers and applause <laughs> and like, so, yeah, yeah. The AK show is expanding to two hours. We are adding another hour at the end of it each night. So we will be live from 6 to 8 p.m. starting next week. I think that makes us the only live and local show in San Diego, 6 to 8 p.m. And certainly the most conservative. Right. And we have never strayed from our positions. And we, we're not going to start that. And uh, we're not going to start now. on Monday. Going to keep going true. Ab- absolutely right. And we, we're going to bring you all more truth. More conservative opinion from 6 to 8 p.m. starting next week here on The Answer San Diego. I love you guys so much who've supported me and helped to make this happen. And we're going to do our best for you every night of the week. Thank you all. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star.
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.